When you die, it's not the end. It's the beginning. Man, I'm so glad you're dead. I'm so glad you're dead too. You can't actually go back to Von Divid. Why not? I want to go home. I can put you on a groovy little planet called Earth. Best in Galaxy Episode 1, Sons of the Stars. Available on Amazon now. Hey, Pinky Snatchy, looks like we're going on a road trip. Well, this is becoming a right old wiggy mess, isn't it? Chapter 6 Mule's and Moibles. The birth went without a hitch, even if it was a tad on the premature side. Seems to me like somebody couldn't wait to get started with his new life. Well, who could blame him? After all, Stooch was a man who'd been trapped inside of a woman's body for nine months. Not in that way. He was completely aware of his surroundings and had taken boredom to stratospheric heights. The most excitement he'd seen within the last three trimesters was when, as a sperm, he'd raced to his mother's egg. Even then, he knew he was the dead cert. That really pleased him, because the fellow sperm that Stooch found himself thrown together with just weren't his kind of people, to put it politely. Anyway, it was now time for Stooch to breathe his own oxygen once again. Louise Prince had no idea that she'd given birth to someone who knew the secret of life, the universe, and everything, let alone a 30-year-old ex-Jajar Von Divid. Although all the knowledge from his previous existence, along with a handful of universal truths, had traveled with him through the magnetunnel, he wasn't able to process it all at once whilst in this tiny human form. At the moment, his brain was simply too small to hold all of that information, but it would filter through in time, like grains of sand through an hourglass. The brain of a traveler in human form makes use of 100% of its potential, unlike a regular reboot human. Reboots are restricted to using a somewhat embarrassing percentage, for their own safety, of course. Maybe if certain humans from certain planets and certain galaxies could be trusted, that'd change. Who knows? Everything on this certain planet was fresh to Stooch. He had plenty of new experiences to tuck into. There were different textures, tastes, colors... And, of course, different animals. Ironically, any depictions of aliens that Stooch came across in his early years looked pretty much normal to him. It was quite the experience. The trouble was, he was becoming frustrated at the thought that he would probably never see his home planet again, not to mention ever enjoying such Vondividean delights as greenhorn nectar. This filled him with a profound sadness, which only served to further disconnect him from the people of Earth. I don't know, Will. I just don't... Said Louise, with an unsettling amount of sadness. What do you mean you just don't? Snapped Will on the defense, mainly because, deep down, he felt the same. Well, do you? He was only born today. Maybe it takes time to build a connection. I mean, I'm sure it'll happen. He is our son, after all. 
Louise cradled Stooch in her arms as he took in what they were saying. Of course, he could understand them perfectly. As a traveler, he had gained the ability to automatically communicate in every language. You see, he was able to tune in directly to the essence of a person. In other words, straight from the center of their soul. He could even pick up vibes about how someone felt about him without them knowing. Having this power was a great way to sense whether or not someone thought you were a dick or not. Sounds pretty amazing, don't it? Well, it is. But compared to other powers that exist in the universe, this is all pretty entry-level stuff. There's still plenty out there to blow even the most seasoned traveler's mind. Heck, it's rumored that there are folks out there who even have the power to fold a fitted sheet neatly. There's no end to what a traveler can learn, and as travelers travel, they inevitably learn more about the forces around us, and of course, how to utilize them. Within Stooch's first moments on Earth, he was already one of the wisest folks on the planet. That aside, he just wasn't feeling the love for his new home. Stooch didn't feel anything for the Prince family. Now, could he? He knew that he'd come from somewhere else, and that this human being with a strange name had only randomly given birth to him. For that reason, he felt completely alone. He wished the patch was here. He fully expected to be born with a twin brother, but alas, it was not to be. The universe clearly had other plans. Maybe he just had to wait for that perfect moment when they were to be reunited. Yeah, that was it. Knowledge flooded back into Stooch's brain at a comfortable and seemingly perfect pace throughout his primary years. He adapted to the ways of the Earth human reasonably well, despite being bamboozled by most of their behavior. Stooch was indeed a genius in Earth terms, but when it came to the ways of its people, he knew next to nothing. The one thing that really struck him about their nature was that they were a real fearful race. They seemed to be scared of anything or anyone different and lived in constant fear of what other people thought of them, forever disguising their faces with makeup or styling their hair to mask their natural appearances. They fascinated him. Even at the ripe old age of six, Stooch was an A-class scholar all the way. The reason being that Von Divid was technologically way ahead of Earth. He brought a lot of that knowledge with him to this new life of his, and although he was no peacock, he knew that, academically, he was head and shoulders above everyone else. As is always the way with a high achiever, his apparent genius caused his fellow students to bully him. For some bizarre reason, the intelligent always seemed to be unpopular within learning environments on this planet. This was yet another thing that confused poor Stooch. Jealousy is a powerful negative emotion that seemed rife amongst basic reboot children. Because his classmates were so envious of his academic abilities, Stooch eventually became something of a pariah. Then again, 
Maybe the only reason he was ostracized was because of his rather abysmal mullet haircut. I mean, that kid was not holding back. I'm Von Divot, the mullet, or mule, as it was known back there. Was the haircut of choice at Stooch's time of departure? It wasn't a fashionable cut. It was merely a practical one, which kept the hair out of the eyes and, as an added bonus, warmed the neck during the colder months. However, on Earth in 1993, the mullet was not at the height of its popularity. It was a Sunday afternoon, and the Prince family were off to their friend's farm in Surrey to enjoy a roasted animal for lunch. Stooch loved animals. Due to the communicative capabilities that he had arrived on Earth with, he had a real connection with quite a few of them. Throughout his life so far, Stooch found that he could communicate effortlessly with some of the quadrupeds on this planet. This was due to a telepathic compartment within his brain that was active within any traveler, including traveling animals. Stooch hadn't come across any human travelers during his short time on this planet, but had experienced a fair few in the form of birds and mammals. A number of traveling souls had chosen to reincarnate on Earth as animals, mainly because they'd heard stories from other travelers during previous lifetimes. Despite its fairly recent aversion to mullets, Earth is a surprisingly popular destination. There are yarns being spun all over the universe, telling of the cushy life of the domestic cat or dog, although this was a time before social media had exploded on Earth. The planet had nonetheless become a popular traveling destination. In later years, when social media became a thing, rumors in the local inner life sector had started to spread about how easy it was to become an online celebrity animal, and there were plenty who lusted after the lavish lifestyles that came with being a legendary Instagram influencer. I mean, just consider the superstar popularity of seasoned travelers Bub and Tardar Sauce a.k.a. Grumpy Cat. Bonkers. A lot of traveling souls that have previously led sheltered lives tended to fancy a bit of the limelight, and apparently, Earth is just the place, or one of the places at least. The funny thing is that most of the famous pets you probably follow online all know each other, and boy, do they talk even if it is through their owner's subconscious social media messaging. That's another power that a traveler can learn, by the way. Travelers everywhere can also tune in to each other's presence with something known as the seventh sense. It's a discreet way of telepathically communicating with each other without blowing their cover. In Stooch's eyes, being able to understand some of the beautiful creatures of Earth was probably the greatest gift he could have been given. Obviously, due to his connection with animals, he had opted for a vegan lifestyle. Yet another reason that his carnivorous parents lacked any real connection with him. They thought he was just being a dick. After lunch was devoured, 
Stooch asked whether he could go and check out the animals on the farm. The adults had already taken full advantage of the drinks cabinet, and his old dad grunted what sounded like permission, although it may have been one of those happy-sounding farts. Stooch kicked his way through the muddy puddles outside and headed towards the cow field. One of the cows caught his gaze and trotted slowly towards him. She started staring at him until a flicker of recognition seemed to widen her eyes. You have got to be kidding me, said the cow, transmitting her opening gambit through a carriageway of crystal clear telepathy and maybe a moo or two. The cow was not shocked at being able to communicate with Stooch. She too was a traveler. What's more, she just so happened to have also been reincarnated from Von Divid. She had chosen an existence as a cow for reasons that Stooch was eager to find out. Your Highness, it's you. You ended up here too. I can't believe it. Excuse me? Highness? No way. You're not from Von Divid as well, are you? Oh, my days! I left there about six years ago. To this day, I'm not sure why. I think I might have been involved in some kind of natural disaster. Wait, six years ago? That's when I left as well. We must have been caught up in the same thing. Did the sky kind of go black and then really bright? Exactly! Then I went to the Grand Lobby in Sector Whatnot and Lacey sent me here. Seemed like there wasn't any room back on Von Divid or something. She was very vague about it all. You're telling me. I know, right? Anyway, while I was in the Grand Lobby, I got chatting to someone from a place called India, as you do. They told me that cows were treated like royalty here, so I thought I'd give it a go. Plus, I fancied a change from the old human thing. Do you know what I mean? Oh, um... What? Actually, nothing. Oh, I'm moibled, by the way. I'd curtsy, but my legs aren't really built for that anymore. That's okay. So what's your story, moibles? Story? I live on a farm and I eat a lot of grass. The end. No, it really is that simple. So you went for the human thing again, eh? Must be weird having that extra finger, right? Well, yeah. Not as weird as having others, though, I'd imagine. You got that right. Although, luckily for me, it seems that I'm not one of the cows that the humans take over to that barn for milking. Dodged a bullet there, right? I think I might have been misinformed about that royalty thing. Anyway, enough about my problems. So what was the spread today, anyway? Anything nice? Uh, just beef. Although I just had veggies, because I'm a... Ve- Beef? What's beef? Stooch's eyes widened. Is there something wrong? He suddenly realized the sensitivity of the issue that was just about to arise. How could he tell Moibles what beef really was? Stooch thought the fact that she wasn't a dairy cow could only mean that her fate was sealed to be served up on a plate at some point. There was nothing else for it. Stooch simply had to persuade Moibles to save herself. Maybe if she knew that she was being reared for a Sunday lunch, she might take off. 
Stooch had the potential to save a life here, so he made a snap decision to engineer a bit of good karma. <sighs> Beef is you. It's made out of you. What? Shut that barn door. You're mad. You were always a bit wacky. Or was that the other one? It's true. You're being bred here to feed the humans. Nonsense. Who in their right mind would eat a living, breathing being? I bet if you look around, loads of your friends have mysteriously disappeared. Moibel's huge jowls drooped to form an expression of absolute terror. I just thought that the other cows here were generally a bit rude. And I know that Cathy has a bit of social anxiety, so she just tends to keep herself to herself. Wait, where is Cathy? Moibos drew a sharp intake of breath. <gasps> you ate Cathy! Not me personally, but yeah, she's probably... <sighs> Look, it doesn't matter. You need to go. Seriously. Otherwise you're toast. Well, the steak, technically. There's a hole in the fence over there. I reckon you could jump right through it. If you go now, you make it. They're all drunk in there. They won't even notice. You're right. Okay, I'm going to do it. Thank you, Jaja Stooch. I'll never forget this. If our paths should ever cross again and you're in trouble, you can count on me to save your life too. Thanks, my boss. Oh, and please, just call me Stooch. We're here now, not there. Moibo smiled, turned, and started to trot towards the fence. This was not the day she had mapped out, but she had to make the best of it. Stooch looked on as she trotted her way to freedom. As she approached the hole in the fence, rays of sunlight seemed to splinter through it. Moibos looked around and attempted a Von Dividian salute, temporarily forgetting that she now had hooves. As a result, she lost her balance but just about managed to pick herself up. Stooch awkwardly returned a salute, then Moibles turned and disappeared through the hole in the fence in a puff of embarrassment. Stooch didn't know how long her freedom would last, but at least he'd saved someone from a grisly fate, even if it was just temporary. It felt good to do that, and it was a feeling that Stooch found himself craving more of. Suddenly... The owner of the farm burst out of the back door to see what the commotion was. He heard a faint move from Moibles in the distance and grabbed Stooch's arm. What's been going on here? Where's Moodonna? I told her to run off because you were going to eat her. Hang on. Moodonna? Never mind that! What are you talking about? Cows can't understand humans, you wally! I'll never catch her in my condition! I've lost my lovely Moodonna! I've had her in the farm for six years! I've never loved anything more than I do that animal! Oh, nice, yeah. Very nice. <laughs> Grumbled a chicken that only Stooch could hear. Stooch eyed Mr. Phelps with some bewilderment. Really? Yes, really! And now she's gone! Wait till I tell your bloody parents! William! Stooch looked to the floor. All he was doing was trying to save someone's life. But again, he had thought the worst of someone. It was a terrible habit that he had formed during his existence on this planet. The trouble was, he'd been exposed to so much negativity here that he thought the worst of everyone. Well, it was time to change his mindset. It was a valuable lesson that he'd learned today. 
It was merely a matter of becoming used to the strange ways of the people of this planet. The fact that they were human and so different from the Von Devideans was a difficult thing to adjust to, but today was truly a turning point. Stooch just hoped that Moibos had managed to successfully negotiate the extremely busy motorway located behind the farm. Thank you.